Welcome to Soundtrack for the Night. So good to have you join us. I am your host who loves a good pot roast. My name is Mike Valente. I am in a fantastic mood, as you can probably tell. (laughs) And I hope you are too. We are zeroing in on another hit TV show after the historic run of Breaking Bad ended in 2014, many considered the show one of the greatest of all time. Audiences wouldn't soon forget the story of Walter White and his rise to power. So when Better Call Saul, a spin-off slash prequel show set before the events of Breaking Bad was announced, the skepticism was well warranted. How would Peter Gould, the creator of Saul Goodman, and Vince Gilligan, creator of Breaking Bad, follow up on such a compelling landmark of television? The answer is a multi-layered one, as Better Call Saul would elevate the character of Saul Goodman slash Jimmy McGill, played by Bob Odenkirk, in multiple ways, giving the wise-cracking lawyer from Breaking Bad a profoundly tragic origin of his own. It's Better Call Saul Night here on Soundtrack for the Night, Midtown Radio KW. Thanks for listening on midtownradio.ca. So the well-written character dynamics between Jimmy, Kim Wexler, Ray Seahorn, Howard Hamlin, played by Patrick Fabian, and a plethora of other characters would help Better Call Saul differentiate itself from its predecessor. So besides the incredible performances, The technical aspect of Better Call Saul is entirely different than what is expected from television today. The editing, sound design, cinematography of Better Call Saul are all about detail. Specifically, the montages sprinkled throughout Better Call Saul stand out in the show with the editing and perfect music choices of these montages giving the mundane a magical and engaging feel. As someone who works in video production, it is just such an invigorating experience watching this show. So tonight, it's the best music from Better Call Saul. Some incredibly great song choices here. I hope you're comfortable. Perhaps it's time for a snack after dinner. However you're listening, thank you, and let's get started. Better Call Saul follows the character's development from a con artist named Jimmy McGill into the high-profile criminal attorney known as Saul Goodman. His name is a play on the phrase, it's all good, man, Saul Goodman. Meaning that he'll solve any problem for his dangerous cartel clients. The first season begins while Goodman is working as a public defender out of the back room of a nail salon. He quickly comes in contact with drug dealer Nacho Varga, who eventually leads him into business with Gus Fring, the cartel kingpin known from Breaking Bad. Out of all the characters in Breaking Bad, Goodman was the perfect one to focus on for a spinoff. Viewers got a kick out of his quirky, slick personality, but maybe even more importantly, the show's creators and writers had a blast making up his lines, and they wanted more of him. As those familiar with both the Breaking Bad and the Saul universes know, classic rock and even dustier tunes make up the bulk of the musical landscape of these shows. Likely because, as the creators say, characters are always looking back at some bygone era for comfort or inspiration. On the brink of Jimmy's transformation into Saul, which for the uninitiated and those who may not be aware and maybe you've only watched Breaking Bad, this transformation of this character, this 
this all happens before the events of Breaking Bad. So without further ado, here are some of the best musical moments from the show, and I'm gonna walk you through it. Jimmy and Marco running their scam. The song was Henry Mancini with Bonsai Pipeline. That is featured in the season one finale titled Marco, where a montage follows Jimmy and Marco running scams like the old days. The montage paints what a sensible person would usually see as a scummy low-life scam into something hilarious, alluring, and just a fun time. The editing features and different point of view shots that sell you on the allure of a con are fantastic. Viewers at one point are face to face with Jimmy selling you an absurd story as money falls from the sky, there's flickering neon lights from all the bars going on and off in the background. It's a dreamlike sequence that both entertains and tells a deeper tragic story. So throughout season one of Better Call Saul, Jimmy McGill desperately tried to walk the straight and narrow, turning down a quick buck at almost every turn. Jimmy tried to make the right choice every time until the revelation that his brother Chuck, played by Michael McKean, never believed in him to begin with. So in a wave of panicked anger, Jimmy returns to his old ways and goes on a slippin' Jimmy binge with his old cohort, Marco. 
Marco ends up dying, which begins a recurring pattern in Better Call Saul. The more Jimmy gives in to his toxic behaviors, the more people get hurt. The montage is a perfect balance of style and substance. All right, let's keep going.
soundtrack for the night rolling on here on Midtown Radio KW. It's Better Call Saul Night. Hope you're dialed in. Street Life. That's Randy Crawford. And this is Jimmy's cell phone side hustle. Jimmy begins to get a taste of what it would be like to have a large and seedy clientele with this montage. Featured in Season 4, Episode 5, titled Quite a Ride, we see the same rinse and repeat process of Jimmy being bored with a good thing and choosing to turn it into a scam. Better Call Saul has remained so engaging throughout its six seasons by making these repeated mistakes made by Jimmy into something so dramatically different every time. Case in point, Jimmy reselling prepaid cell phones for a profit on the streets of Albuquerque. The neon sign of the doghouse, an outside restaurant, sets the stage for this cool and collected montage. It's Jimmy doing what he does best, replacing his usual suit and tie in favor of a tracksuit and some sneakers. The montage shows that Jimmy will find a way to exploit the system and make a quick buck off of it, whether it's the law or some other business endeavor. The repetitive POV shot of Jimmy opening up his car trunk to a variety of customers sells us on Jimmy as a salesman, and Randy Crawford's street life just ties all of this together, giving Better Call Saul a montage with a lot more style than usual.
Wow, soundtrack for the night. I'm Mike Valente. The show continues. What a cool, cool song. That is from a Norwegian DJ named Todd Terje. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. I am not fluent in Norwegian. I know, surprise, surprise. But this guy, I mean, wow. Cool, cool DJ, songwriter, record producer. And this song specifically... Alfonso Muskendunder, this revolves around Kim's daily routine. So Kim Wexler is the spotlight of this montage. It's quick cut, it's dramatic, great editing sequence, and it feels like it's pulled out of like a 70s cop show. I don't know if you kind of felt that vibe listening to that. The only difference is, in the montage, she's really just getting ready for work. That's what's on display here, instead of a gunfight or a car chase. Better Call Saul loves to emphasize the mundane. I've hit on it already, but that's what makes this show so relatable too, right? Because a lot of the stuff you see, it's like, hey, this is everyday stuff that everyone does. When you get into the drug cartel, I would hope that not everyone, at least listening to this, does that on a day-to-day basis. Of course not, you're good people. But when we're seeing things like unseen chores that Kim is doing, getting up in the morning, managing her hectic everyday life, this is season three, episode three, Sunk Costs is the name of the episode. So this repetitive nature of the montage helps to get viewers into the mindset of Kim Wexler, who at that point in the series begins to become overworked due to her two large clients. So the efficiency of her daily routine is magnified through the montage and also serves as a reminder of Kim's consistency and determination. Yeah. 
Back on soundtrack for the night. Different vibe there, that's for sure. That's Fink with Cold Feet. And we're bringing Nacho back into the picture here. Clearly a more intense montage in the world of Better Call Saul. This one reaches more into like the Breaking Bad side of things. This is season three, episode eight. The title of the episode is Slip. The character at the center of this montage is Nacho, played by Michael Mando, who, by the way, fun fact that no one cares about, Michael Mando actually appeared on our university talk show back in the day at what is now known as Toronto Metropolitan University, TMU, uh, during our practicum. So, Michael, glad to see you're doing so well. So this is about Nacho, played by Michael Mando, who decides to poison Hector Salamanca out of the concern for Nacho's father's safety and their business. Story moments like these make the worlds of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul feel incredibly cohesive, which is cool. It references to its predecessor not just by being tongue-in-cheek with Easter eggs, but instead actual story points with meaning for the characters present in Better Call Saul. So there's connections all over the place. This montage specifically also highlights the level of detail that the show's writers strive for when telling their stories. In any other crime drama, preparing the poison, and practicing how to slip it would be done off screen, if even mentioned at all. Better Call Saul goes beyond the line of duty in storytelling, showing the intricate process of all the characters, and this montage is no exception. We watch Nacho intricately prepare each pill, followed by setting up a chair with a jacket hung over it as he walks by it countless times to perfect his throw of the pill bottle into that jacket pocket. If Nacho is even slightly off in his throw, he and his father are dead. It's an intense montage that raises the stakes in all the right ways.
this is Jimmy trying to get fired. The song is Dennis Coffey, Scorpio. Jimmy embracing the inner Saul Goodman that he doesn't know is in there yet is just one small part of what makes this montage so satisfying. Following his employment at the prestigious law firm Davis and Maine, Jimmy's resentment and bitterness toward his brother begins to reach a boiling point. Uncomfortable with the big firm job that he had always dreamed of and learning that he would have to repay his signing bonus if he quits, Jimmy opts to run another one of his long cons instead. So there's a hilarious multi-panel montage following Jimmy embracing his more exuberant side. So this is season two, episode seven, the title Inflatable, which is very aptly named. This montage has it all. Colorful suits, Jimmy hijinks, and an inflatable wavy tube man flailing in the air to the beat of the music. This con doesn't harm anyone except Jimmy, and therein lies the tragic undertone that viewers can find throughout the series. Better Call Saul does an excellent job of layering the dark comedy, showing that a character's mental state isn't exactly in the best of conditions. Otherwise, Jimmy wouldn't have been leaving the toilet unflushed or playing the bagpipes so loud that the lawyers at the firms can't speak properly with their clients. As tragic as it is, viewers can still appreciate the striking and hilarious imagery of Jimmy getting his various colorful suits ready, intercut with dancing wavy tube men that look a little too much like him. Oh, the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda water fountain Where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings In that big rock candy mountain On a summer's day in the month of May A burly bum come a-hiking Down a shady lane near the sugar cane He was looking for his liking as he strolled along, he sung a song of a land of milk and honey Where a bum can stay for many a day And he won't need any money ho, 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 ho. The buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees The soda fountain where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that big rock candy mountain in the big rock candy mountain the cops have wooden legs the bulldogs all have rubber teeth and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs the farmers trees are full of fruit the barns are full of hay I want to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall, and the wind don't blow, in that big rock candy mountain. Oh, the buzzing of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain. Where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings In that big rock candy mountain Oh, ho, 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 ho. 
the buzz of the bees and the cigarette trees, the soda water fountain where the lemonade springs and the bluebird sings in that big rock candy mountain. Till the 
Better Call Saul Night here on Soundtrack for the Night, Midtown Radio, KW, midtownradio.ca. Thanks for listening. The songs you just heard, there was two there. First, The Big Rock, Candy Mountain, with Something Stupid, and Lola Marsh, with Something Stupid. So, let me explain why this is so stupid. These are two different montages, but both montages use the same song, and essentially serve the same purpose. One is from season four episode, Something Stupid, and the other from the season five episode of Bad Choice Road. Both are edited to show Jimmy and Kim's separate lives and the radically different things both are going through in each respective season. While the artists and the songs are different, they are both covers of the same song and illustrate how wildly different Kim and Jimmy really are. It's especially evident in Bad Choice Road, which sees Jimmy trekking through the desert, forced to drink his urine, while Kim goes through her day in court proceedings and meetings, all while she is worried for Jimmy's safety. The, the screen is literally split in half for both the montages. Even when the two are together in the season four montage that uses the song, the visual storytelling here that Better Call Saul uses so greatly helps viewers understand the separation between these characters without a single line of dialogue. Using two separate montages from two seasons as a narrative device to tell a singular story about one relationship is extremely impressive, making for one of the best sets of montages in Better Call Saul history.
Here's the song Jim on the Move from Lalo Schifrin. Jimmy McGill, Saul Goodman, Gene Takovic, a man of many names. Jimmy seems unable to help himself when running a good con. We've seen the character run a scam as both Jimmy McGill and Saul Goodman, but his time as Gene Takovic has scarcely seen any action. The black and white flash forwards in the series Better Call Saul, which have been few and far between up until the show's final season, only featured Gene as a shell of his former self. It isn't until he's recognized and bullied into saying Better Call Saul that Gene begins to show signs of his former self. In Season 6, Episode 10, called Nippy, Gene decides to pull off a scheme with the people who recognized him so he can blackmail them into secrecy. To do so, Gene gets friendly with mall security so he can distract them when the time comes for the robbery. Enter the Cinnabon montage. So using his line of work as a manager of a Cinnabon, this is where Jimmy slash Saul slash Gene Takovic finds himself in life at this point, Gene begins to make the delectable treats for the security guards, befriending and timing how long it takes for the guard watching the camera to eat the Cinnabon. One side note here, one of the men playing one of the security guards is Jerry from Parks and Rec, or is it Gary? Any Parks and Rec fans out there? I can't look at this actor seriously other than to see him as the goofy man that everyone picked on in the fictional town of Pawnee. Jerry, God, gross. So back to what Gene is up to, right? He's trying to trick the security guards by befriending them. He brings them treats every day and he's now timed them to see how long it takes them to eat those treats while they're distracted from the security cameras. So the montage shows us Gene slipping back into his Saul Goodman ways, set to a lovely tune from the original Mission Impossible TV soundtrack. The montage is edited differently than what's shown in the flash forwards before this, indicating that Gene is turning back into Saul through the quick edits and style. Stuff you didn't do And the people that you meet at Digging up the bush like pulling teeth Gotta face a number And a name that she goes under I guess there's plenty worse place to be So why don't you do it? Yeah, why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? 
attention to detail comes into play with this montage featured in season two episode eight titled Fifi hoping to help Kim Jimmy goes to great lengths to forge documents to throw his brother Chuck into disarray when dealing with a large legal case the montage shows viewers the hard work Jimmy would put himself through to deceive someone so he can benefit himself or someone he cares about this montage is thorough from the quick cuts showing the forged documents nearly identical to the authentic ones, to the time lapse of his activity in the printing store. Better Call Saul uses its montages in various ways, both as an entertaining segue into the next big story point, or even to tell a story itself. The art of the montage is something the team behind Better Call Saul has mastered, delivering a masterclass in character work and storytelling. This show has no wasted space, and every incredibly edited, stylized, and entertaining montage has a purpose. Midtown Radio KW. Address unknown, not even a trace of you Oh, what I'd give to see the face of you I was a fool to stay away from you so long I should have known there'd come a day when you'd be gone address unknown oh how could i be so blind to think that you would never be hard to find from the place of your birth to the end of the earth I've searched only to find only to find address unknown address unknown honey child I ain't even got a trace of you you know one thing I'd give anything in the world just to see the face of you. 
I was a fool to stay away from you and everything else so long. I should have been diplomatic and figured that someday you'd be solid gone. Address unknown, oh, how could I be so blind to think that you would never be hard to find from the place of your birth to the ends of the earth I've searched only to find only to find address unknown it's better call Saul night here on soundtrack for the night midtown radio kw that was the very first piece of music that opens the television series Better Call Saul. The very first teaser, the very first episode. It's very suggestive when you start seeing these images in black and white, right? It calls on a different tone, a different musical era. There's nostalgia to it. And it's almost wistfulness. I remember Vince Gilligan talking about that, about how this sort of wistfulness that keeps appearing in the show and, and there's really something to the character Saul Goodman, this feeling of bygone days, of better days that have now passed him by.
Back on Soundtrack for the Night, I'm Mike Valente. Thanks for listening this week. As always, we are on Midtown Radio KW, midtownradio.ca. We're playing the best music from Better Call Saul tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Just now, that song, Henna Henna, from the Bombay Royale. This was a really interesting moment in the show because Jimmy is very frustrated. He's working at a job that he doesn't particularly like. He's not getting the things that he really wants in life. He feels constrained. In fact, he has this company car and his special coffee mug that his on-again, off-again girlfriend Kim has given him doesn't quite fit in the cup holders. This is really funny. So this is going to lead to him breaking the cup holder, right, at the end of this montage. But apparently this scene originally had no music. But once receiving the pitch for this Henna Henna song, it is so different because suddenly there's this boisterous Bollywood song popping up on the soundtrack, and that's just not what we're used to with Better Call Saul. But the creators thought it it gave it this brightness, and it gave this burst of energy to the end of the episode. So when Jimmy drives off without the song, Vince Gilligan, the creator, said it, it was kind of ambiguous, the ending. It was a little bit sad, but the song really changes the end of the episode. It brings this lift. 
And even though it's a little jarring at first to hear a song like this, it was actually perfect. Now, here's a song I always get requests for, but I can't understand for the life of me why. Uh, it's uh, simply the names of the chemical elements set to a Gilbert and Sullivan tune. I think the only reason I do it is to see if I still can. We'll try. There's antimony, arsenic, aluminum, selenium, and hydrogen, and oxygen, and nitrogen, and rhenium, and nickel, neodymium, neptunium, germanium, and iron, americium, ruthenium, uranium, europium, zirconium, lutetium, vanadium, and lanthanum, and osmium, and acetine, and radium, and gold, protoactinium, and indium, and gallium, and iodine, and thorium, and thulium, and thallium. There's yttrium, ytterbium, actinium, rubidium, and boron, gadolinium, niobium, iridium, and strontium, and silicon, and silver, and samarium, and business, bromine, lithium, beryllium, and barium. I left out one, actually. A new one was discovered since the song was written. It's called Laurentium. So uh, those of you who are taking notes can write it down in your programs. There's holmium and helium and hafnium and erbium and phosphorus and francium and fluorine and cherbium and manganese and reconcilium and lindum and adesium and discosium and scandium and cerium and cesium and lead, praseodymium and platinum, plutonium, palladium, promethium, potassium, polonium, tantalum, technetium, titanium, tellurium and cadmium and calcium and chromium and curium. There's gold and californium and fermium and berkelium and also mendelevium, einsteinium, nobelium and argon, kryptonium, radon, zinc, nonsense, and rhodium and chlorine, copper, cobalt, copper, tungsten, tin, and sodium. These are the only ones of which the news has come to Harvard. And there may be many others, but they haven't been discovered. Thank you. You may be interested to know that there is an older, much earlier version of that song, which is due to Aristotle, and which goes like this. There's earth and air and fire and water. Life was much simpler in those days, yes.
There's no set workflow for editing a song into a particular scene. Some tracks are in the plan from the start, while others arrive later in the process. Just now you heard Bad Bad Not Good. Can't Leave the Night is the name of the track. This is from season three's premiere called Mabel. This is where Mike, played by Jonathan Banks, is dismantling his car in search of a bug. And this hypnotic alt-jazz track comes into the picture. It's really satisfying and meaningful to have the music have such an attachment to the characters. At first listen, Bad Bad Not Good, which is the name of the band here, doesn't seem like a band that Mike would have in heavy rotation. But given the demands of the scene, it was a nice sonic handshake, if you will, that Better Call Saul has really stuck with over the years. Mike is a character, for instance, who does a beautiful job of underplaying his emotions. There needs to be a way where a viewer can draw in to the soulfulness of a character like Mike Ehrmantraut. We know as viewers that he's lost his soul along the way, right? And a song like this blends in nicely to the inner workings of his mind and really just puts a nice button on a scene. Baby, 
aboard a butterfly and take off on the breeze let your worries flutter by and do the things you please in a land where dollar bills are falling off the trees on a dreamer's holiday every day for breakfast there's a dish of scrambled stars And for luncheon you'll be munching rainbow candy bars You'll be living a la mode on Jupiter or Mars On a dreamer's holiday Make it a long vacation Time there is plenty of Reservation. Just bring along the one you love Help yourself to happiness and sprinkle it with mirth Close your eyes and concentrate and dream for all you're worth You will feel terrific when you get back down to earth From a dreamer's holiday
gonna make it a long vacation Time there is plenty of You need no reservation Just bring along the one you love Help yourself to happiness And sprinkle it with mirth Close your eyes and concentrate And dream for all you're worth You will feel terrific Get back down to earth From a dreamer's
Yeah, I walk with my shadow. I talk with my echo. But where is that gal that I love? We three will wait for you. Even till eternity. My echo, my shadow, and me. Well, hello there. My, it's been a long, long time. How am I doing? Oh, I guess that I'm doing fine. It's been so long now, and it seems that it was all. Yesterday, gee, ain't it funny how time slips away? How's your new love? I hope that he's doing fine. Heard you told him that you'd love him till the end of time. Now that's the same thing that you told me. Seems like just the other day. Gee, ain't it funny? How time slips away. Gotta go now. Guess I'll see you around. Don't know when though. Never know when I'll be back. In town, but remember what I tell you: that in time you're gonna pay, and it's surprising how time slips away. I hope you've enjoyed the music here tonight on Better Call Saul Night here on Soundtrack for the Night on Midtown Radio KW. That'll do it for the show. An action-packed two hours. I hope you were able to sink into the music and really enjoy. Hopefully you were a fan of the show. Otherwise, I've spoiled most of the series for you, and I apologize. Take care of yourselves. We'll have more music on the next episode of Soundtrack for the Night. Have yourselves a good rest of the week, and we'll talk to you soon.